Hello, welcome to A Woman's Perspective, featuring women's health experts and enthusiasts and your host, Sophie. Today, I'm chatting with Shelly Legere. She's a registered holistic nutritionist at Simply for Life and specializes in hormones. Today, we'll be chatting about stress, hormones, and nutrition and how not understanding them can prevent you from becoming your healthiest self. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, Shelly. I'd like to thank you for coming on A Woman's Perspective today uh, to lend like your expertise to us. So I'd like to start off by asking you, are painful periods a myth? Yeah, so it's not, you know, always, um, I wouldn't say it's a myth that, um, you know, like the painful periods um, is just associated with that. Um, there is some conditions that can cause that. Do I think it's a huge percentage? No. Yeah. I think if your diet's changed, if your lifestyle's changed, if you're exercising and doing all these things that we recommend, and my, like myself as, as a nutritionist, um, you will see, you know, improvements in that. And yeah. like I said, most of our clients, if not all of them, have improvements, right? And they change yeah. these things, right? And do you find that your, like, when your clients come in and they have these issues, do they usually have kind of like issues, or not necessarily issues, but like kind of like misunderstandings of like their nutrition or just like not, you know, have like the best diet? Um, they kind of just don't understand what those important components are or stuff that you need in your diet to uh, contribute to your health and like reproductive health? Well, 100%. Yeah, I don't need and think that like there's a, a huge percentage of women that don't even understand their cycles. Yeah. You know, they really, you know, I have, you know, they don't understand like when is your progesterone highest through the month? When is your estrogen estrogen high? When is it low? Right? Yeah. If you ask any of your friends, I bet you most of them will have no clue. Right. Yeah. But it's actually quite easy to figure out when if you just track your cycle. Yeah. Right? Women should be tracking their cycle, right? So that they know because you know, there's 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 so much to it. Like your hormones need certain things, you need certain things throughout the month, right? So I tie here, I teach that and so that you know how to take care of yourself. And when you're being well nourished and you're getting everything your body needs, your body will function better, which includes your hormones. There's certain things you can add to your diet, like flax meal. You know, that naturally helps to balance your hormones, like just things like that, right? Making sure you get enough healthy fats. Okay. You know, um, protein, you need lots of good protein. All these things help to balance the hormones, but there's a lot of things out there that cause the imbalance too. Yeah. Yeah. And do you find that, um, so I know that you said that like dying masks is like an issue with some of your clients. Um, what do you find, like what nutrients do you find that your clients are lacking the most of? Protein. Protein? Yeah. So there's just a epidemic of high carb diet. <laughs> you know, we we love our carbs, but they don't like us, right? We eat too many of them, right? And I mean, carbs have their place. We do need them. Um, we're talking complex carbs, right? In the form of whole foods like potatoes and sweet potatoes and, and whole grain breads and stuff. But we're getting too much of it um, with potato chips and, and, and stuff like that, white bread. That's not good for us. But protein is essential. 
Like, and I'm always, I'm always preaching it. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Yeah. And so I don't know if you've heard, but um, it's like this kind of like philosophy or idea that you know, in the 28 day cycle, like you know, period cycle, that you should exercise and like eat different each week. What do you think of that? Well, there's now exercising. I know. When we exercise, that should be done every day, regardless of your period, because, you know, as a woman myself, around your period, you don't feel like exercising, but actually if you get out there and you're walking and stuff, it actually reduces the symptoms Mm -hmm. of your period, right? And you will find the more exercise you get in that month and the better you eat, your next period, your symptoms will be less. Okay, you can kind of tell how clean you've been eating or how well you've been taking care of yourself based on your period a lot of the times, right? Yes. So it really does help. Like it will, if you walk when you're on your period and you have cramps, it will actually relieve them. But we think, oh, we want to lay down and take some time off, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one thing, you know, intermittent fasting. That's that intermittent fasting is is fine. It's good if it's done properly, but it's never okay to do that when you're on a period. So I always say people, you know, talk to me, you know, what about intermittent fasting? I'll say, you know, it's okay to do that, you know, but let's not do that or on a period. Yeah, because you and uh, when ladies are on their periods, do we need more like calories or like more certain nutrients? We need more carbs. That's that's the good news, ladies. But yeah, because the carbohydrates help in the production of progesterone. Okay. Yeah. 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 And um, so I know I've heard before that like doing like intense exercise, like uh, hit training workouts and like running like a like a lot. Um, and like doing really heavy like weights on your period isn't good. Right. Is like stressful on you. Well, yeah, like your body's going through a lot. Like and when I'm when we were talking about doing exercise, like when you should and I'm talking like walking or maybe, you know, like light stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like when you're on your period, I mean there's like there's a lot of inflammation going on in there and you're you know, you have to listen to your body too. And going for a walk versus going to the gym lifting super heavy is that's like black and white, right? So I wouldn't recommend it. I know I wouldn't feel like doing yeah, that. I was say that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. no, take it easy. You know, be easy with yourself, right? And women, you know, sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to, you know, do everything just perfect and stay on these perfect routines and do this and do that. And you know, kind of self-care week. Right? Like, yeah, you know, do some extra little things for you, but still get outside in that fresh air or go for a walk, you know, stuff like that for, is, is fine for sure. But I wouldn't overdo it. Yeah. And do you find that, uh, like, stress, um, where would that be, like, from work, uh, like, uh, you know, different types of stress? Do you find that that can really affect, like, your uh, period symptoms and, like, your flow? And that can be, like, in a negative way? Stress definitely has an impact, right? Because, you know, our progesterone is our happy hormone, right? So when that's elevated, when we're ovulating, right, we can handle more things, okay? We're just, yeah, because we feel good, right? But that progesterone drops and we are more sensitive to to things, right? So yes, for sure. And that's why it's good and important.
important if you can track your cycles and find out and get to know when is my progesterone high, when is it low, and you know, and then when things are stressful too, it, it'll kind of make more sense to you. It's like, okay, well, my progesterone's low right now. Yeah. No wonder I'm feeling this way about this situation. And then you can kind of do self care to try to manage that situation yeah. in a different way. Yeah. And do you, uh, like, I know that um, some people may have like really high stress kind of like lives or like jobs yeah. and um, maybe, maybe not necessarily can like eliminate that stress. So yeah. what kind of ways could they like cope with that stress in a positive way and kind of like counterbalance that like stressful right. aspect? Yeah, that's a good question because this is, again, out of the 98% of my clients that are women, 97% yeah. have this, right? You know, women were multitaskers by nature, but with that comes a lot of stress, right? We're juggling home and work and friends and boyfriends and husbands and, you know, and, and then trying to take care of ourselves, right? So yeah. we, I talk about this a lot with clients about, you know, what are some things that we can do to reduce the stress, giving yourself permission mission to take care of yourself, self-care. And that can be in many different forms. It could be going shopping by yourself or it could be shopping with friends. It could be having, you know, making a point of, you know, doing face masks or, you know, just anything, making like scheduling out little appointments with yourself. And don't break those appointments. Like make yourself do those things, taking care of yourself through diet doing exercise, all those things, you know, supplement when necessary, right? Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of natural supplements that help to alleviate um, your, your stress level and stuff and help you cope with things better, yeah. right? And therapy, you know, like people always think that you have to be, you know, all messed up to go to therapy and that's not true, right? Um, you can go to therapy just to learn how to, you know, manage things, right? Or a life coach and, and stuff like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Lots of people nowadays, you know, they have that stuff is covered under insurance, yeah. you know? So take advantage of that and use it and just, you know, have that, you wanting to do that self-care for yourself, right? Yeah. And um, I think it's like, since, you know, like as we've been so like used to like just you know being stressed the whole month and not having time to do self-care especially during you know our like period week yeah and just kind of like making that time like you said like keep those appointments yeah um is really important i know i struggle with it like making time for myself yes yeah, that's yeah. Really important. i know it really really is and women you know will feel guilty yeah and feel selfish for taking that time but you know it's not selfish and you shouldn't feel guilty because you end up being a better friend or a better sister or mom when you're happy in the inside too, right? And that reflects, right? Because if we burn ourselves out and we're under constant stress, not only do we feel awful, um, it gets, you know, it, it, it shows on the outside too. Yeah. Yeah. And do you find, um, like I know you said it's very important to like manage that stress especially if you can't like eliminate it uh, which is probably the better thing to do if you can um, so oh, I think I lost my train of thought um, but just stress in general how is it like correlated with hormones or how can it really like affect your hormones can it at all 
Well, yeah, because, you know, your body works all together. It's not like, you know, your hormones are one section and your heart is another section and your digestive system is another, right? It all works together, right? So when we have things like chronic high stress, right, this um, increases our cortisol levels, right? And um, with high cortisol levels, it's it's not healthy. It causes inflammation in the body. Um, When we're stressed and that inflammation is high, um, inflammation goes everywhere in the body, including, you know, our reproductive organs and our digestion and everything, including our brain. Okay, so that is just, it's a recipe for disaster. And you will notice if you, like, you take somebody that's really stressed and you work with them and you try to get those stress levels down, you change their diets, you get them eating healthy, they will feel better every time. And there is ways to get around stress with it. And it's usually, it's not one thing. It's a combination of many things, right? And, and, you know, when you're used to living like that, sometimes it's hard to change those habits or, or figure out or learn how to cope, but it can be done. And, you know, sometimes it just takes a little while, but if you've got the right people around and, and, and right people, you know, with knowledge to help you figure that out, yeah. you know, you'll feel so much better, right? Yeah, exactly. And I know you mentioned um, earlier eating like clean. So, um, what are kind of some easy ways to implement, like, kind of make your diet cleaner or fix, like, eliminate or add into? Yeah. So, you want to eliminate sugar. Yes. So, we can have things sweet. I'm not saying we can't do that. So, we want to think natural stuff, right? So, honey, you know, raw honey is the best. Maple syrup, stevia, coconut sugar. There's so many out there now that we have access to, and I mean, you can make great desserts with that stuff. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to cook them yourself, you can come to places like Simply for Life, right? We have all kinds of sweets. All the cookies, muffins, everything out there are made with good quality ingredients, so you can have that stuff, you know? Obviously, I'm not going to say eat that stuff all the time, but if there are better choices and they taste, you know, just as good, if not better, right? Mm-hmm. So eliminating the sugar, you know, eliminating processed food, right, is huge. Um, when you get eating healthier, um, you you don't miss that stuff anymore. Yeah. So if you like burgers and fries, like cook like grass-fed meat when you can. Um, and have a burger at home. Cook your French fries. Potatoes are good for you. They're just not good deep fried. Cook those potatoes in the air fryer. And, you know, I know everybody will usually eat, eat that, you know, eat them that way. Um, so potatoes are a whole food. A lot of people don't think that, you know, you can eat potatoes, but you can, right? So stay away from the sugar, the um, processed food, um, eliminate the amount of alcohol, obviously, and, um, you know, don't smoke it and stuff like that. And then good foods is whole foods, right? So natural foods, like the foods in its whole form, like, you know, fruits and vegetables, and you you can have your potatoes and stuff like that, whole grain foods, um, not seeds, berries, and, and all that good stuff, right? Beans, um, legumes, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and sugar can definitely be like an addiction in and of itself. And I know that like when I was taking like a deeper look like into my nutrition and like kind of what I was eating, I wasn't even aware that sugar alcohols were a thing. Yeah. And so I see some things were sugar-free, but then you see the sugar alcohols. Yeah. And it's got the same amount of sugar that 
actual tree, you know, include. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, and people don't realize too that like, oh, I never eat sugar, but they are addicted to carbs because they have sugar in them. Because when you eat um, simple carbs, it actually turns to glucose in the body. Right. So that's the way you're getting your sugar. Oh, right. Yeah. Without getting that, you just don't have sweet tooth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was like that. I'm like, I never eat sugar, but I was like carbs all day. Yeah. You know, this was years ago. But you know, and it and it is like you said, it's a real addiction. It really, really is. I see people struggle with with that and try to get through that all the time. I see people like go through like detox, like a detox from sugar, like headache and enough feeling good. Yeah. Being tired. And, and all that stuff. And then I see the other side of it within a week, the cravings stop and they start to feel so good. Yeah. 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 And it's just so hard, like I think for a lot of people, especially here in North America, um, where there's like fast food places everywhere. Yeah. Like just if you're going to get your gas, there's all kinds of different like new selections of treats and whatnot. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's our natural instinct to seek out sugar and fat and conserve energy. <laughs> and this is your life, this society feeds into all of that. Yeah. Right. So it is. It's right in your face. Uh, but you have to be proactive and you have to educate yourself and realize that this stuff is really harming you. And then, you know, take control, you know, of your life. Like I said, get educated and then you'll make, you know, your right, your good decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see like your clients, say for example, they have a lot of sugar in their diets. Do you just, uh, do they like just eliminate that or do you um, like suggest that they have like a replacement or they take like a smaller portion of that food that's, you know, their sugar intake? So yeah. And that's a good question too. So I eliminate process refined sugar completely out of the diet. Yeah. It's never okay to have it once in a while, especially when we have stuff like honey maple syrup. So I'll have I'll get them to have say like Greek corn yogurt with fruit and drizzle it with honey or maple syrup. Yeah. And I'll get them to use a little bit extra, you know, until they get used to this and then start to cut back a little bit on the honey or you know. But yes, I, I will get them to sell out with, with healthier types of natural occurring sugars. Um, and then after a while, they just, you know, because they get rid of the, the big cravings and um, it's no big deal. They're, a lot of them don't even end up putting the honey on there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it is hard to like, because you, like, you know, you learn about these foods that are good for you, like, as you said earlier, like food yogurt, but then you go to the grocery store and you find like, these fruit yogurts are right in front of you, like on the shelf that you can, you know, is that eye level, um, includes like a lot of sugar and like, yeah. flavor and, right. and you really have to dig for that like plain like right fruit yogurt. And I mean, yeah. people, a lot of times people just don't know. Yeah. You know, I've had people come in here and they're like, I just feel awful. Like they don't want to lose weight or anything. Um, they're having, you know, really bad hormone issues. They feel awful and they, and they say, I, I eat healthy. And then we get digging and then we find out stuff like you said, like the yogurt, they're eating vanilla yogurt and it's got 18 grams of sugar per serving. You know, they don't, they just don't know. Right. So, um, 
then once they learn and I teach them these things, then they can make better choices. And then all of a sudden, yeah. everything starts to fall in place and they start to feel really good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of just like diet, does that seem to be like the number one issue facing your female clients? Yeah. Diet. Right. So diet first. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I focus on is let's get this diet cleaned up. And then let's see where we're at, yeah. right? And then we start working on other things. And then, you know, we implement, we work on, obviously, you know, sleep and exercise, relaxation, all that stuff as well. But the very first thing is always diet. Yeah. And sleep is probably overlooked as well. When you, like, I know when I think of getting healthy, you think exercising, like eating vegetables, you don't think getting enough sleep and staying, like, you know, having a positive attitude and, you know, trying to get of stress. Yeah. Yeah. So Sophie, sleep is so underrated. Yes. I talk about sleep a lot. Yeah. Like I sleep eight hours every night and I'm just like, I don't believe it. I need sleep. You know? Yes. Um, no, it's, you know, people sometimes they, 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 they can get some award because they can go off five hours a night. It's not healthy. It's not good. Um, we need our sleep. Once we're adults, and we go to bed at night, our body is repairing, restoring, and healing. Okay? So if it's not doing that and we're not restoring properly, it affects, you know, nutrient absorption, mood, you know, our mental health, everything, our digestion, it affects everything the next day, right? Um, even, you know, women that are you know, trying to watch what they eat, you know, that hunger signal going off all day because, you know, you're tired, you're with the low energy. So the body wants energy. So it'll start, you know, wanting carbs because that carb, carbs gives us energy, right? Yeah. Or more sugar, right? Yeah. But yeah, so sleep is so important. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true. And uh, like you said, like a lot of people think that they can just run on like six hours of sleep and they're just built like that. But then, since we've been doing it for so long, we don't realize this isn't like, you know, how long it's supposed to function. Yeah, you know, I know, right? People just sometimes, everybody's just going to slow down a little bit, you know, and, <laughs> and just, yeah, you know. And two, it's like when you're an adult and if you have a nap in the day, it's almost like you feel guilty, like you should be productive. It's okay if you want to have a nap, you know, that's perfectly fine. It's like you get, you know, nap shamed. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's fine. If your body, especially like around periods, you know, you're going to be more tired. Like your body's going through a lot, right? Recognize that. Treat your body like a temple. Yes. That's what I say, right? Yeah. And so in terms of like, uh, like stress management and nutrition, um, what is like one step somebody like a lady can take today or just an easy kind of step to improve uh, their overall nutrition or like obviously they have a hormone imbalance. Yeah. Um, so one of the, you know, yeah, so the easiest way yeah. I, would re- I would recommend is try to not put anything in your mouth that is bad, even if you're eating too much, until you get in that, into the habit of not eating bad things. So if you're used to eating, you know, snacks all day on chips and 
and say chocolate, right? Yeah. You know, if you just say, okay, I'm not going to eat any of that stuff, everything I put in my mouth is going to be good. So I have lots of fruit around. You wash your cutie boards. You know, have them out on hand, pull that out of the fridge, and you can pick up that stuff, right? Have lots of protein, like means, you know, good protein. Um, and then this way, everything going in is healthy, and then you're filling, you don't have room for that stuff. If you always have access to the healthy snacks, keep them on you know on you in your bag or you know, like some nuts and, and fruit or protein bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh like uh I know that like some people may think, oh well like these are good natural foods, but like they have like a high caloric intake and oh why shouldn't I go for that food that's like ten calories, but it's probably got like a lot of preservatives and you know it's not natural. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and that's the thing, right? You gotta look at ingredients. Yeah. Um because if you look at for example you know, some of the protein bars will have one gram of sugar, but an ISO bar has 13, but it's from dates. Yeah. And it's actually, it's healthy for you. It's a whole food bar. It's one of the few bars that you can get that are whole food, perfectly healthy. Yeah. And um, I highly recommend those bars, actually. Um, but then there's other protein bars that are, you know, low sugar, 20 grams of protein, but they're so processed. They're just not good for you, really, in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, I was just wondering if, say, uh, is it good to have like three concrete meals like at the same time, like you eat them at the same time each day and kind of make it a habit? Uh, is that better for like your hormones and kind of like your body than, say, just um, eating at like different times? Like, if you usually eat at like 5 p.m. or whatever, uh, is it better to like always keep it at the same time slot each day or can it kind of just go at right? And so, that's for most people nowadays, that's not even realistic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But it's way more important of the quality of the food, what you're eating, than the yeah. time, right? Yeah. The timing, no. The, um, you know, I have like nurses, like their shift workers and stuff, and they can't eat like that. Um, and it's 100% about the quality of the food, right? If you're getting the foods in and, and it's kind of all over the place, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. And do you find that like your female clients, do they lack in fiber as well, or is that not really a common issue? The fiber? Yeah. Over 80% of people do not get enough fiber. Wow. Okay. One of the top five things that women over 40 need is fiber. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another thing we talk about all the time mm-hmm. is making sure you get fiber. Like you should track that as well as protein. Oh, yeah. 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 Super, super important. Yeah. Yeah. I like wasn't even aware that protein was like an important nutrient. Yeah. Um, and like looking at foods for it. Yes. Yeah. When uh, like looking at, you know, meals, things you might think of like as meals, um, it's really important to get in vegetables, not just, you know, vegetables, but vegetables that like can give you like fiber or different foods. Mm-hmm. I don't give up. Yeah. And like always a, a variety, right? Because we yeah, get different nutrients, you know, from different foods. Foods. Um, and the same as proteins, it's always better to get proteins from whole foods, so from you know meats and you know cottage cheese. If you want to jump onto the TikTok and see all the cottage cheese trends yeah. going, right? Um, you know that stuff as opposed to protein bars and shakes. Now they're good, you know, to have for films and stuff like that, or you know busy moms or people on the go. That's that's perfectly fine. Just make sure it's like a good quality, you know, organic. Um, um, product 
Um, otherwise, always try to get your, your nutrients from whole foods. Yeah. And how much grams of protein would you say the average lady should aim for? Okay. Good question. We get all the good ones. Yes. So, one gram of protein per goal weight. Okay. So, that's a lot of protein. That's a lot. So, if you think, you know, 120 pound woman, that's 120 grams of protein a day. Right? So that's a lot. But we, our bodies work better with that much. And then you're going to hear, you know, people say, well, you know, we eat a meal. You know, your bodies will only absorb so much protein yeah. per meal, right? And some people say it's around 30 or 40, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the number is actually higher than that because that is how much your muscle will hold, but the rest of your body requires protein too, right? Yeah. All your organs, everything. Yeah. So that number's higher, so it's perfectly okay to have more protein at your meals, right? So I always, you know, will recommend, like I said, lean protein. Proteins. Recommend, you know, the cottage cheese as toppers. Yeah. So you could have that with your meal, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just hopped on that cottage train. Yeah. That well. yeah. yeah. That's yes. good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kind of just to wrap up uh, this uh, episode today. So, um, um, so if you, uh, were like, if you have a really stressful kind of, uh, like life where you're going through this, like very stressful event, um, and you can't really focus on your nutrition, should you more so focus on eliminating your stress or improving like your nutrition would be best for like the long term? Yeah. How to focus on one. So that's a tricky question because if you have something coming up and you have to do it and, you know, you're trying to cope in the moment and you do what you can to deal with that stress, if you have ongoing stress, then I would definitely look um, for ways to manage it better. Um, And your nutrition is always going to be, you know, important too. And like I said, living a healthy lifestyle is a combination of many factors. It's not just, you know, one thing, right? So sleep is just as important as nutrition and nutrition is just as important as exercise. And exercise is just as important as stress management. And we do the best that we can. And obviously, you know, we're going to have ups and downs. But if we're being mindful and self-aware and always just trying to, you know, improve these things and, and learn about these things, yeah. the better we're going to feel and the healthier we're going to be and the more balanced our hormones are going to be. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's great. Well, thank you for very much for providing kind of your insight on so many topics today. Yes, yes. it's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.